Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hey, everyone, and happy Monday. I hope you all had an enjoyable weekend. And if you're settling into a new semester of classes like myself, I hope it was as seamless of a transition as it possibly could be. Um, But be sure to give yourself grace in this time period if you're still adjusting to the new beginnings. You can, you know, you got to be gentle on yourself. Otherwise, you're going to be beating yourself up for the entire semester. I, too, have been there. So trust me on this. Um, But personally, for me at least, I thought this was the most, like, seamless, productive, and enjoyable transition of classes I have ever had, which, you know, now that this is like my last true semester and it's like my bonus year because it's like my post-grad stuff, um, it's like, wow, I finally got it. But I really attribute all of that to my morning and sleep hygiene and the rituals that I held myself accountable to from day one of classes. And I do want to do an episode on exactly what that looks like for me and the benefits I find it provides me with um, probably in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. And I feel like I always say I have episode ideas and then like I don't know like when I'm going to do them but then I just like end up running which like whatever like episode um like topic like resonates with me the most when I like sit down to like jot down my notes and like then go to record so yeah I don't know who knows when I just kind of started rambling there who knows when I'm going to get around to that episode but I think within the next month so (laughs) stay tuned um lots of I feel like everything I just say stay tuned stay tuned because I just have all these ideas but anyways Today's episode is kind of going to be an extension of last week's episode, like just bouncing off of the same idea, but from a different perspective and like a deeper level, I guess. So today's topic is about how to let go of the past versions of you and make room for the new ones that are on their way or already here, even if your past versions of you aren't ones that you're like dying to let go of. So the act of releasing and receiving all the different phases you go through with yourself. Um, so after I recorded last week's episodes, talking very openly and honestly and showing a lot of vulnerability, I think, on my part, I was thinking about how last time I was in this position, um, last time I was presented a similar situation, I was a completely different girl. And it really had just dawned on me, kind of like I was walking into the bathroom to wash my face and I was like, oh yeah, like wow. And, you know, I really had the opportunity to look back at and admire the growth I had endured. And I was thinking just how much it was contributing to exactly what I was talking about in my last episode. Oops, sorry. Um, how we can either rise to the occasion or break the pattern and then learn the lessons, or we can sink and fall victim to the lives, the hardship of the hardships of our lives, and then dwell on them and take identity in it. Kind of like what I was saying last time. Um, so this time around, I this time this situation is presented in my life. Um, And I kind of touched upon, like, briefly what's going on in my life last episode. Um, You know, I'm choosing not to identify in the crisis, I notice, from compared, like, from then to now, from first time to second time. And I notice that because my habits are different, my lifestyle is different, how I perceive everything is different, my faith is different, my relationships with myself is different and all for the better. And it's almost like I didn't intend for it to be that way, but it just makes sense. 
So it's weird thinking about it as a good thing because I really did love that girl, the girl from two years ago that I'm talking about, the one that got me through it the first time. And I still have a lot of love for her because she helped me get here, but I was never trying exactly to escape her and get away from her and the way she lived her life. Like, you know, I was very proud of the life that I was leading at that time. Um, and I think it's scary when you notice yourself blooming and changing and growing because it's one thing when you want to do it on purpose, right? It's like you hit rock bottom, you hate yourself, you realize you need change, you have no choice but to evolve. And I've been there too. And that's how I got to uncensored, you know? Um, but I think in a way we will um, all be at that point in our lives or another just because this earth is like filled with like wrongings and hardships and it's just not perfect. But it's another thing when the change happens silently and peacefully and kind of just creeps into your life ever so slowly and delicately. And then all of a sudden you decide to look back and say, hey, I don't recognize that girl anymore. Kind of like what happened to me when I was walking into the bathroom to wash my face. And you're proud of yourself. And it just feels like a different type of proud evolving from a version of you that you didn't have to force yourself to accept and love. It just came easily and naturally rather than evolving from a version of you that really needed a lot of help and comfort. Does that make sense? Um, I was trying to think of the best way to explain it because a lot of it just sometimes a lot of the things I talk about just like click in my head and I'm also a very like visual person and obviously this isn't like a visual um, you know podcasts aren't visual so sometimes it's hard to explain but I think that gives you the gist of it um, but this all just makes me think back to my psychology classes that I took for my minor in undergrad and if you've ever even taken like a basic psychology class even in high school or like on your own or maybe TikTok popped up and started explaining things. I don't know. But all these classes and all like the basics of psychology kind of start with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which if you haven't heard of, it's basically a pyramid of each need of the individual. And the first layer, the largest layer at the bottom is um, physiological needs. So like air, water, food, etc. And then as you fulfill and satisfy each level of needs, you get to the top of the pyramid, which is self-actualization. And that is ultimately the desire to become all that you can be and just reaching your highest level of your human self. And that is why this silent, delicate growth is so crucial to our being because we shouldn't only evolve when we feel we need to. If you are on a path towards who you were created to be, if you're on that path of self towards self-actualization, then you will progress because it, because it is only human like nature. Like it's only the it's only the natural human desire to keep chasing that self-actualization point, at least according to the pyramid, you know? So just linking it to psychology makes a lot of sense for me. It, like, makes a lot of things click in my head. It's like, oh, well, this is true because, you know, science says this. So um, it's like, I'm not, it's not that I'm like, you know, not that like sometimes I think I'm crazy, but like, you know, you go down the rabbit hole sometimes and you're like, why is this this way? And why is that that way? And I like that there's like a scientific explanation behind it. So thanks, Maslow. <laughs> um, I think there is, however, for a certain period of time, at least, while you're in the midst of that evolution and you aren't at the point where you can look back and say, hey, look how much I've actually changed. There's a lot of like confusion and a lot of longing for what you used to be like because you aren't at that new place yet and you don't fully understand why you don't feel fulfilled by your old character, but you also don't really feel like you have settled into and embody the new character yet. It's like you're dying to fit in with the old version of you. Like she's the cool kid and you're the outcast. And she feels so close yet so far away. It's like that best friend that like 
you still feel connected to, but you kind of grew apart from. Um, and it's so funny because I was totally feeling this way at the time I created the episode titled Navigating Nostalgia. And I was able to kind of coach myself through my feelings and allow myself to see the other side and understand that I was in the midst of like a change. But it was difficult and I didn't really know what the other side looked like. And I wanted so badly to fit in with the past version of myself, even though I knew that she didn't serve me anymore. So it was like a battle in my mind for a little and it all kind of made sense like now six months later. Um, so yeah, all in time, you got to be patient. But the issue with that the longing for the past version of you and not being able to understand why you don't quote unquote fit in anymore is because you believe even subconsciously that that version of you, that past version of you, the person that, you know, you feel like you can't fit in with anymore is all there ever will be. And it's just ultimately a limiting belief that's attacking your mind and keeping you from accelerating forward and continuing your your growth. And, you know, you get in your head like, that's the greatest amount of joy I'll ever feel. These are the best moments I'll ever share. These are the only friends I'll ever feel that close with. And while you could have totally felt lots of joy, you could have had your best moments so far, and you could have had really close connections with your friends. If you believe that that is it for you, that that is the most, that is the best, that is the highest, then you are standing in the waiting room of the rest of your life and never even trying to open up the new door. We're going to do a little visualization because, like I said, I'm a visual learner and I feel like this will kind of explain the idea. So here's a little story, if you will. Think of it this way. Let's say you were in one party room. It was so fun, decorated beautifully, had great music, all these wonderful people. You had a great time, you know, made some really wonderful connections, took some like great opportunities. You were really happy there. But then, you know, the party got old, so you got bored of it and said, eh, I can do better. I think I've outgrown this setting. I'm ready for the next scene of people, the next scene of opportunities, ready for the next challenge. So then you leave that party room through a door and enter this other room. No one is there. There's no noise, just you and some white walls. Behind you is the party room that you just left. So the door to that old party room and before you, you're facing it, is another door. And behind that door is another party room, but you just don't know it yet. So that door is just staring at you and it's kind of eerie, kind of scary, kind of intimidating. And you don't want to open it because you're afraid of, you know, being lonely and taking on a new challenge and you're afraid of the unknown. And you're thinking like, I have so much I just left behind me, like it's comfortable there. Let me just go back. So you turn back around, you go into that old party room only to find that it doesn't fill that void inside of you like it used to. And it's not as fun. It doesn't serve you anymore. And you still find yourself needing an extra challenge. So you say, that's it. I'm done. I can't go back in here. Like, this isn't it for me. Like, whatever. And you walk back out of the party room again into that white room and you just sit and you soak and you throw yourself a fit for a little bit because all these thoughts are racing through your mind. Why don't I fit in with that party room anymore? And you just start questioning your worth. Am I good enough? Will I ever be good enough? I thought I was like confident. I guess I'm not. I thought I was smart. I guess I'm not. And you just have this battle in your mind while you're just sitting there in your silence in the white walls and sulking. But then one day you finally decide to dust yourself off, get out of your slump and make the change and open the doorknob to the new party room. 
and inside you find the greatest, most luxurious, glamorous party you've ever been to. And it's amazing and exciting. And your eyes light up and your jaw drops to the floor and you immediately get this rush of fulfillment. There's more opportunities, more blessings, deeper connections, more reasons to smile and laugh. And you never think back again that other that old party room doesn't even cross your mind. Until one day, you're partying, whatever, you stumble upon the back doorknob and you think to yourself, oh, that's why the old party room didn't feel right anymore. End story. <laughs> so hopefully that little visualization, you can kind of see where I was leading, how sometimes evolution just comes naturally. Not because we feel like we need it, but just because it's part of human nature to outgrow things and need more. And I think there will always be bigger, brighter, louder, more exciting party rooms ahead of us that can serve us better than the ones that we're in now. And I think it'll be that kind of continuous loop until we've reached the end of our time. Now, if you feel like you're at rock bottom, if you like, if you're really struggling and you're not at that point where like, you know, it's like you're at the point where like you want to let go of this version of you. It's like, but you're not at the point where it's like, you wouldn't mind if you stayed there. You know what I mean? If you're really struggling, if you're at rock bottom, I think that is just a representation of when you've been in that quiet, small, lonely white room for too long. So just to kind of give some perspective if this is like resonating with you at all. It's like in a way you've been saved from who you used to be because if you stay the same person all of the time or even just from the first time a situation presented itself to the second time to the third time, et cetera, if that person seemed amazing at the time and felt so right, like even if that was true at the time, that person wouldn't be able or wouldn't have been able to best serve you the second time around or it wouldn't have been able to best serve you now the next time you're feeling it. So all the growing pains that you endured have been preparing you for this moment in time, this situation, these cards that you've been dealt, these people you find yourself closest to, all of it. It seems really spiritual in a way, and I do, I think it is, kind of going back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, just psychology is like kind of spiritual, I think. But I think that each version of ourself that comes before us leads us closer to who we were designed to be and closer to the life that we're supposed to be walking in. And yeah, you know, sometimes we do stay in those lonely, quiet white rooms longer than we should or we need to, but knowing that there will always be another party room ahead of us can kind of keep us going. It's like that good will always be there waiting for us to open the door and strut through. <laughs> you just have to be like brave enough to release the past and what you just came from so you can be strong enough to receive the power and the beauty of what you are about to walk into. And every time you take that opportunity, every time you open that doorknob to the new room, or even any time that you walk out of the room and into the quiet room, that can be a power move too. You are doing yourself a favor, loving yourself through acts of service by providing yourself with that discomfort because it will ultimately lead to where you need to be for that specific stage in your life. And just to compare it to my own life, since you guys have probably been following my podcast for a while, if you did listen to Navigating Nostalgia, or if you go back and listen to it now after the fact, that point of time in my life was probably me like with my hand 
on the on the knob but like not yet turning it you know like I was stuck in that white room kind of like confused and lonely and maybe a little bit like you know unsure and like kind of longing to fit in with my past version of myself but like knowing that like I needed more it's like hand on the doorknob ready to turn it but it wasn't quite there yet um and like I said for me that timeline took six months you know some transformations happen quicker than others especially if you're at rock bottom and you're like this is your like come to Jesus moment. Like you just, you got to make a change or that's it. So um, I just think you also like can't really put a timeline because the party rooms, like I said, are always going to be there and there's always going to be the one behind you and there's always going to be the one in front of you. So it'll be waiting for you to walk on through with strut on through. Um, There's no like, you know, ticking time bomb until like the room explodes. It's just all at your own pace and all that your body and your mind and your soul can keep up with. Um, so yeah, but I kind of touched on this lapse last episode, but I believe that the situation you are in, or if you notice patterns in your life, will present themselves over and over again until, excuse me, everyone involved has learned the lesson, yourself included. So lean into the newness and, you know, lean into the beginnings and lean into the curiosity because it's probably trying to teach you something and offer you something that you have not felt before like everything happens for a reason kind of that mantra and going back to old habits eventually won't feel good after a while even if they served you for a time period they might not serve you forever and that is completely okay but um you know that can make sense, right? You wouldn't expect your nine-year-old night routine to help you out much in high school, right? So it's like, why do we keep trying to limit ourselves to the habits of our inner 15-year-old when now we're 19, 20, 21, 22, in college, living on our own, you know? Or maybe it's shorter term. You wouldn't expect your summer schedule to help you out much during a busy semester. So why do we limit ourselves to those habits? You wouldn't trust your single habits to help you much during, you know, your now growing healthy relationship. So why do we limit ourselves to those habits? And one thing I'm learning in a course I'm taking for women specifically is that we are cyclical beings. We can literally match our menstrual cycle to the phases of the moon. And that is pretty damn cool. (laughs) Read about it if you're interested, which means basically that we are constantly evolving and growing even within a typical, you know, average 28 day cycle. And within that cycle for women, there are four phases. Some of them only last one day or three to five days or 10 to 14 days. So we are constantly on the move. Our bodies are constantly sending us different signals. Our bodies are constantly, you know, telling us what we need, even like on a minute to minute basis. Like one minute you're not hungry, the next minute your stomach's growling. It's like you're always more aware than you think you are. So that is why we should welcome the bigger changes just as much as we welcome the smaller changes because it is our body trying to tell us something, our souls trying to align with who we're supposed to be. Um, And I just think it's really empowering to live a life that walks like kind of in parallel with all of that. (laughs) I kind of trailed off, but you guys get it. So, you know, no two days are the same and we can expect ourselves Um, to perform the same just you know same as like oh no two people are the same you can't expect your beauty to look like another person's beauty just like that no two days are the same so each day is going to have different beauty too 
So sure, we can perform similarly and learn from our past days, but it will never be exactly the same. And it can be really scary and you can put limits on yourself due to that, or it can be really exhilarating and magical. You can believe that the best has already came, or you can believe that the best is yet to come. The choice is ultimately yours. And I know that you've heard it before, but I think sometimes you just forget that we have that opportunity to look at everything in light and in love and in change and encouragement and empowerment. And you know, we see a new situation and we're just associating it automatically with this is going to be hard. This is going to be difficult. I'm nervous. What if this happens? What if that happens? Instead of looking at it as like, oh, well, this could go right and I can meet someone new and I can connect with a deeper version of myself. We don't look at opportunities and we don't look at change that way. And it's really hard to switch the narrative. But I think when you think of life as that party room, then it just becomes more encouraging to engage in things that serve our higher selves. Now I kind of want to talk briefly about how to know exactly when you're going through a period of growing and elevation and you know when is a properly proper point to actually look back on your growth um, because those both can be really vital to our progression and our success in these processes to kind of identify when is appropriate to like you know distinguish what you're going through and when is appropriate to look back on your past selves. So to know when you're going through a period of growth, I think it is helpful to identify this time period because maybe you're feeling really stuck, really uninspired, really lonely, and it can get pretty discouraging. You know, maybe you don't feel like yourself, but you don't really understand why because you love yourself. You know, we're at this, we're talking about the point where like you're not at rock bottom. It's like you are happy with where you're at, but like you feel like you're longing for the past version of yourself. Um, and your life is great, you know, and you have support, but something just doesn't feel right. And I think this is that quiet, white, walled waiting room I was talking about. So next time you feel this way, just be extra gentle with yourself and keep helping yourself show up each day. Keep encouraging yourself to inch closer to that door until you have the courage to actually open it and walk into the next party room. Because sometimes if we sit in that slump and we don't choose to re like to acknowledge or recognize that good is on the way or you know sometimes we open the door to the party room we're just standing outside and watching um you know you don't recognize that you're being challenged and life doesn't suck you're just evolving when you don't recognize that when you don't see that there's good on the way they don't see there's more opportunity ahead of you that's when we sit there for too long and then that's when we can kind of dig ourselves a deeper hole and get ourselves into that really like rock bottom, this is it for me type of slump. So recognize those isolating feelings, recognize the confusing times, but then be your biggest cheerleader and know that a party is just on the other side of that door. You just have to get yourself there. So keep showing up for yourself until you have the confidence to get to the other side. So now to answer the question, when do you look back? I say this, you should only look back when it's done by accident. If you keep looking back at old pictures, old journal entries, old text messages constantly, looking for a reason as to why you feel stuck or out of touch with yourself, then that's all you will ever feel. I'm not saying it's easy to do, but you should only look back when you do it accidentally. And I really only realized this the other day when, like I said, I was going to the bathroom to wash my face. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm not the same girl as I was in this situation when it happened the first time around. And it was then that I was really able to recognize and honor all of the growing pains 
and evolution that it actually occurred. Because when I was doing this, you know, trying to look back, see if something had changed, see if I'd grown, looking for a reason why I didn't feel like I fit in anymore. When I was doing that over the summer, when I wrote Navigating Nostalgia, you know, it wasn't on accident. It was like I was searching for a reason, but I still couldn't find it. So I was still feeling like stuck and out of touch. So this time around when it happened on accident and it was kind of a surprise to me, like, oh yeah, wow, like I am a different person. I was able to see it with clear vision, the good, the bad, all of it, because I know um, there was purpose in it all. And it's like, oh, that's why I'm here. Um, and I know there's a saying, you know, you sh- the only reason you should look back is to see how far you've come. But I think if you're constantly looking back, trying to find evidence in the growth, trying to feel something, forcing it out of you, I think it's actually sending you steps backwards because you're holding on to living in the past, trying to prove to yourself like, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. But sometimes we just can't prove it to ourselves. We just have to keep showing up and creating that consistency, creating that confidence. And then ultimately that's just how we lead our lives, lives, lead our lives. You know, how we live our days is how we live our lives. So if you're constantly looking back, then you're constantly putting yourself back in that pattern of who you're trying to get away from. So each time you look back, I just think it takes your focus off of the future. So if you look back to see how far you've come, that's wonderful and empowering, but just let it happen on accident. And you will find that you won't even look for it as frequently anymore because you know that your growth is occurring. You don't have to look for it. And then last but not least, what do you do when you're finally on the other side? You accidentally looked back at your growth and you finally understand it was all worth it. That's why it had to happen. You know, you've come so far and you no longer desire to fit in with that old version of you. Because you know that the new version of you is so much more aligned with who you feel you're supposed to be. You recognize the growth. You celebrate your abilities. You find gratitude in the journey. And you are still kind to that past version of you. I think sometimes, you know, it's easy to look back and say, oh, thank God I'm not that person anymore. Like, you know, I can't imagine I ever... I can't, I don't know why I ever did this. I can't imagine doing that again. I am so glad I'm not with that person or seeing that person or I'm no longer doing these things or having these habits. But I think it's so much easier to take that way out, but it's so much more wholesome and leaves a larger version, larger version, a larger feeling of completion when you recognize the growth, celebrate your abilities, and find gratitude in the journey for every single phase, knowing that each phase is leading you closer, leading you closer to the top of that pyramid that we talked about earlier. Um, you know, and I spent so much time, it's like you, especially if like you were coming from that rock bottom point and now you're a new person, it's like you've already spent so much time probably hating on that person that you were. It's like now that you are in a state where like you're able to say that you love yourself and you're proud of yourself and you're making choices that feel right for you why would you spend any more time hating the person that you were because you still carry i think all of those versions of you with you it's like you know we all have an inner child just like we all have an inner child we all have an inner 15 year old that says the wrong thing we all have an inner 19 year old that's a little selfish like we all have 
we also hold on to those qualities and they can come out at any point in time. So be nice to those versions of yourself and, you know, recognize that they exist within you and they can come out at any time because you don't want to do anything to anger those undesirable parts of you and, you know, lead yourself closer to that path. It's like you want to keep forging forward and you need to forge forward with love in order for that to stay aligned. I keep saying aligned. It's like my word of the night. I don't know. <laughs> um, hope that makes sense. But, you know, now it's like you've accidentally looked back. You've come so far. You've recognized your growth, celebrated your abilities, and you find gratitude in the journey, and you're still being kind to your past selves. And you're here, you know, believe it or not, you made it. You got here. You accepted the challenge. You said yes. You kicked curiosity and fear and intimidation in the butt and said, hey, new party, I'm here. And you let this new phase of your life welcome you into it with open arms. And that's a hard thing to do, especially if it may not be the most favorable path traveled, traveled, the most favorable favorable path traveled by your friends or the path most understood by your peers or the path that you never even thought you would travel down in your wildest dreams. But you did it. You took the hard the you took that opportunity. You said yes to it. You did the hard thing and you fought to get here. You earned to be here. And for that, you should be proud. You know, you were on your way to the most elite version of you there is. You choose love. And because of that, you get to live in it now. Or you chose love and you get to live in it now. (laughs) And I'm proud of you for that too. So, all right, guys, that was the episode. This was definitely a heartfelt one for me. It just felt like a big journal entry, like a big mind dump. Like it just embodies all the emotions I felt this week, kind of spewing off my little like past week, weekend, whatever um, stuff that I talked about last week and all I felt from the last episode um, and like bringing it to now. It just kind of like gave me like a little bit of closure on like the situation that I'm going through. Um, but I'm really enjoying like the flow and creativity I'm being offered to express right now. Um, to you guys and I hope that you guys are finding it helpful as well like giving a little bit of storytelling and like sharing like a little bit more like my personal like life or whatever um so yeah hope that served you guys as much as it served me and thank you for giving me this platform always um so continue to release and receive as often as you see necessary and never regret forging forward because you are doing a good thing and taking charge of the trajectory trajectory oh my I cannot speak tonight you know what it is? My glasses are pushing on the bridge of my nose and they're like sliding down, not pushing up. So it's like making me like congested, like kind of. But yeah. Anyways, we're going to say the sentence again. Continue to release and receive as often as you see fit and never regret forging forward because you are doing a good thing and taking charge of the trajectory of your life. Nailed it. I love you guys. Be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone you think could benefit from hearing it. And if you would like to take the time to rate and review this podcast, as well as follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. Can't wait to chat with you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. 
I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSPOD. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.